Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Pitch Invasion, the podcast for all football tribalists in all shapes and sizes. And every week we try and tell it as it is about African and, of course, European football. My name is Luazi Zikubu. And I'm Kala Makwaza, coming in at you like Zidane on Matarazzi, flying in and uh, hoping to give you some meaty information and some good topical points to discuss on the show. And of course, we're joined in by the great Amika. Hey, thanks everyone out there. This is Emeka Inyadike, and as always, I'm here to muddy the waters. <laughs> he's going to be trying to muddy the waters, but he's in a very good mood. His team won and won really well over the weekend. And uh, we start with the Premier League first round, uh, the opening round of uh, the opening weekend, rather, of the 2018-2019 campaign. And uh, we're going to start with uh, giving some scores to the teams. We, we've got an Arsenal and Liverpool fan uh, here, so we're going to start with the Arsenal. Mm. Hmm. Give us uh, out of order. ten. Out of alphabetical 10. order. No, no, no. It's uh, from terrible to good. So give us well, you, out you of know, ten. You know, you know, before. <laughs> For the first week, as now we're on top of the table. Where are they now, please? <laughs> calm down, calm down, calm down. Only week one. Okay, um, out of 10. Yes. Uh, C plus, I'd say 55%. So six, five and a half out of 10? Five and a half. Based six, on? You know, look, um, guys, we were playing the defending champions. That's never going to be easy. Mm. And, um, you know, hats off to City. I know everybody, every time a team loses, um, you know, especially, you know, we, we could have gone down by four, but... I mean, you also have to take your hats off to the way City played. Yeah. And listen, if France had played City on Sunday, right? If that was the World Cup final, City's taking the trophy home. Because <laughs> that's how good they were. I mean, they left, there was no Otamendi. There was no David Silva. Mm. There was no De Bruyne. There was no Sane starting. And, you know, they still, you know, um, outplayed us. And, you know, Pep's tactics were spot on. Mm. Their pressing game was brilliant. And, you know, it's Sterling. I mean, wow. The, the Sterling I saw at the World Cup and the Sterling and at City. Sterling, yeah. Two different players. When, and he, When he's wearing the right shirts, that's what happens. I oh, think they, okay. they, they've got a cloning system at Man City and they send a copy to mm. England and they keep the original Sterling at City because the Sterling I saw on Sunday versus the Sterling at the World Cup, those are two different players. And, you know, as an Arsenal fan, I'm, a, I'm not upset. You yep. know, obviously, new beginnings. It'll take time, but hats off to City. As far as Liverpool are concerned, I'm sure you're going to give him a solid score. You know what's, what's so funny is, is Liverpool won that game 4-0. Uh-huh. I, I don't think they got into third gear. Yeah. You know, they, they were in control. Um, yes, West Ham had one or two moments. One of them was a gift from the referee. Mm. How about that offside and, though, Mika? That set up country, um, well, money's goal. Money's you know, um, two decisions that the, that the Premier League took this season that I find really baffling was one, the, the decision not to implement VAR, That's um, terrible. which I think, terrible. you know, with, from the World Cup, yes, we have, we had, we had some, some complaints about it, but, you know, we saw the value. Maybe, you know, they would have saved us some of the debates. Yeah. Uh, yes, I might be pro Liverpool, but, um, I, I thought one or two of those, those, um, goals were, were, were moments where you could have had a, a, a second look. Yeah. But, um, having said that, I think, uh, West Ham were lucky to, to, to leave with only four and it could have been more. It could definitely have been more. And, uh, I think that just the way that Liverpool started, um, we, we've got, uh, plenty more eyes on the Reds and see exactly how they fare this season. As far as Manchester United are concerned, I'm not going to spend too much time on them. I'm going to give them a good, four and a half, four and a half, four and a half out of ten. Uh, there's still plenty to come from the side. It was an unfit Paul Pogba who has to be said. Why, why did field. they rush Pogba back? I have absolutely. I, I think. I, I, I think. Just don't understand. Had that. he not played, we probably would have lost that game. Because I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. If you're Mourinho, that's your prize asset mm. in terms of how much you spend. Then, mm. you know, lucky the guy didn't pull a hamstring. Yeah. You yeah. Know? There was a lot of speculation about 
you know, Oba's commitment yeah. and whether or not. So, you know, making him captain, I have to give Mourinho credit. I think it was it was a good, a good, uh, uh, nice touch uh, yeah. to have him as captain. And it then, sounds like he's going to have Luke Shaw. Yeah, no, not really. He had no at choice. Least, um, you know, we saw that Oba can be a leader, which some of those videos we saw mm. from the from the World Cup. If that Oba you want shows, a leader? if that 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 Oba from the World Cup shows up yeah. for for yeah. Man, you, you, you want your leader with all those hairstyles? Those my, well, you know, no. you, you know, sometimes the hairstyle. In, in trying, in trying, in trying to move on from this, here's my thoughts, especially what you're saying, uh, Mika, about Paul Pogba. I think if Paul Pogba performs the way he did and comes out. You know, the way he performed at the World Cup, he's going to have much more issues with uh, Jose Mourinho because it's not going to be the way that Mourinho wants him to play. But it's going to be the way that United need him to play. If we are going to do anything this season, we need Paul Pogba to play exactly like he did on Friday and not the way that Jose Mourinho wants him to play uh, based on what we saw last season. We're going to go straight into a, a bit of a hot topic as far as City are concerned. Ola, you did touch on them. Is it one of those cases where we're just like, you know what? They are the team to beat. They will probably walk the league again. Or do you feel that uh, this time... Let me say this again to our viewers who did not watch Sunday's game. <laughs> Vincent Company, Otamendi, David Silva, Kevin De Bruyne, Gabriel Jesus, mm. Leroy Sane. That's the core of the starting lineup mm. that won the title last year. Mm. They did not start. And they nearly, you know, took Arsenal to the cleaners. Okay, is, so is Arsenal... In saying that, mm. right, it's going to take one heck of an effort for any team mm. to stop City this season based on that. But I know it's, it's just one game. Yeah. I know it's just one game. Mm. But, you know, I saw everything, the hallmarks of a champion were in that game. Is Arsenal the right team to, to measure them as far as that is concerned, though? I tell you what, to that's an interesting question. But, you know, you've got to consider that it's away from home. And uh, the first game of the season, you know, you would assume that both teams would be naive in terms of their tactics. Mm. They'd be either conservative or, you know, looking to go on the break. Man City played the, uh, Sunday's game mm. as if it was a, a final. Mm. You wouldn't, I mean, if I didn't know that, you know, this was the start of the Premier League season, I would have thought this was a cup game or something and City were down in aggregate and they needed four goals yeah. to win. That's how much they went for the, the kill almost. And, you know, I don't think anyone's going to stop them again this season. Added to that, Riyad Mahrez, mm. I think they... Going for the title. Well, well, well here's, here's breaking news. Um, <laughs> they, they better watch their back because Liverpool, um, you know, does, does, does any team that beat them last, mm. last year, how many times? Three times? Yeah. And also beat them in preseason. Um, one of those teams lifted a trophy at the end of the season. I, I, I agree. But, 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 but here's the real breaking yeah. news. Kevin De Bruyne is, I mean, just got injured in training. Yeah, I saw that. And uh, and you know the the thing about about teams like like that is, you've got Rebena who's like the engine of the team. Mm. It depends on how long he's out and who who can replace him effectively. Because Mika, David Silva, Ilka Gundogan. I agree. I I agree. They're all they're all very good. But the, you know the point there is. City has got a very a very big squad and great quality on their bench and all that. And if you look at their their first four or five games, they, 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 very, they have, they have what looks like winnable. like winnable. But one thing yeah. we've seen with the Premier League is that every time we take things for granted, you you see one or two surprises. And you you also look at this season. This season has been one season that teams haven't had enough time to prepare well for yeah, enough season. So mm. we don't know. Even West Ham that got beat funny, we don't know. And when they settle mm. with the quality that they have in the in the team, what trouble they can cause. So, you know, sometimes you might want to play the big teams mm. rather than play against those 
those teams early on. But uh, Man City will be will be difficult to stop. But if Liverpool keep winning, keep winning, then in, so in a in a straight shootout between Liverpool and Manchester City in a 38 game season, do you think Liverpool can keep up with City? I think they've got the quality. Mm. I think they've got the quality, and I think that they they also uh, I mean the injuries uh, permitting they they will be able to. You know, shuffle their squad comfortably better this season than. But the thing is, Amika, who's your Gabriel Jesus? Who's your Gundogan? Who is your Fernandinho? Who I'm talking about the players that aren't starting. Someone who who is your who's your Laporte? Because you know Laporte's probably not going to start every game. Listen, one of the biggest. You still have carriers. One of the biggest mistakes people people made that squad. So biggest mistake people made last season during the semi-finals of of Europa Champions when they both were paired was like, like you know, most media houses will create a a squad of both teams and Mm. say, oh, maybe only in fact none none of the front three will get into Man City's team, but they they got torn apart you know so sometimes you know it's not this if there's one thing i love about what club club has done what club has done he's building the, around the team mm. and not around individuals mm. so if you put the, the individual side by side man city looks like they're too much for liverpool but as a team there is the, this team this liverpool team is stronger than they, than they are mm. last season and i'm i can say boldly that I think Liverpool will give them a run for their money. Okay, okay, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. And uh, before we uh, focus a bit on on some of the African players that have come into the Premier League and uh, made an impact based on what we saw over the weekend, I want to quickly touch on the upcoming game, uh, or the next uh, sort of hurdle as far as Arsenal are concerned. They've got a, oh. another big one. <laughs> I want to put it to you, Cole. I want to ask: Should Arsenal not win this one, what does it mean? Mm. Um, Rather, should, should, they lose? Lose. Yes, should, they lose. should they lose this yeah. game, right? It means that Arsenal fans need to exercise a great degree of uh, patience, mm-hmm. right? Wenger out, right? We got that. And this Rome wasn't built in a day. Una Emery is not going to walk into the Premier League like all the other, like the Chelsea managers, mm-hmm. for example. Even Conte, even Conte, Conte struggled. He walked in, in but... That season he won the league, he yeah. struggled in the first But Amika, here's the games. difference, though. Uh, Emery only had 50 million budget, right? That's what. That's less than what City paid for Maris. Mm. Whereas when the the Chelsea managers who have walked in in their first season and won titles, we're talking in the hundreds of millions. Mm. So there's no way you can expect a guy who Fair had point. a shoestring budget in his first season, and then you know, let's say Chelsea, you know, which they won't beat Arsenal. Let's say if they do, right? <laughs> After two games with a 50 million budget, it's really hard to assess. No, you Arsenal know, spend, where, spend where they're going to be in the they season. Spend more than that. So, my friends, we spend more than that. <laughs> no, we don't, spend don't, 50. Don't, don't try and jump out. We spend 50. I just feel like, spend, like Arsenal is. versus Chelsea, it's a London derby, and we know how those games have gone yeah. in the last few, 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 few years. If there's something that, that was missing, um, there were moments where Arsenal tried to press like, like Unai wanted them to do, mm. and then you know it would taper off a bit. I, I think that he's going to stress a bit more on that going into this game because Sarri himself is also new and trying to implement something yeah. new. So maybe this is a game that you know we get to see a bit of that that um, flair. And by the way, I, I love that kid Gendouzi. Gendouzi, yeah. yes, that guy. You know what I liked about him the most is that he didn't hide. 
Mm. You know, usually young players in such no, big he, games, he they're afraid the, to take the touches. He wanted the ball. He put his hand up, give me the ball. I know there's Fernandinho mm. on the field. I know there's Gundogan. I know there's Dubrena. But I'm going to show them my ability. When a young player puts his hand up like that, you know, that to me just clears the path for him to being a great player. And I'm not saying good. I mean great player. Okay. Yeah, he'll be good. He'll be good. I, okay. I, I think so. I'm, I'm actually glad that you guys have touched on a player that uh, sort of made uh, an impact on the opening weekend because we're going to focus on one or two of the African players that have come into the Premier League. Big, demanding league, but uh, they've made a very good start. We're going to start with uh, your new number eight, uh, Mika, at uh, Liverpool. Your thoughts on his performance? Everybody was waiting for one player this weekend, mm. and, and that was Naby Keita. Not yeah. just Liverpool not fans, because, you know, so much had been... No, <laughs> then who? <laughs> you know, Naby Keita, you know, he's been signed over a year ago, yeah. and they were waiting for him. He also wanted to come. And then he's he's gone and inherited Steven Gerrard's number eight shirt. Ooh. You know, Liverpool, you don't inherit Gerrard's shirt or you don't number inherit seven. anything from number Gerard. seven. You don't or inherit number eight. And number eight, Liverpool didn't have a number eight last season, which means they kept the shirt for him. Mm. And he came in there and he played like a much younger Gerrard, you know, driving from from defense into, I mean, converting defense into into attack, and mm. you know his his influence in that opening goal was just uh, just shows a bit of the quality that he has, and he he does have have two things that we didn't see: one, his goal scoring ability, mm. and and then secondly, you know he's not afraid to 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 put in the tackle because he can be very very physical sometimes when he, I, wants I, to. he looks you know, like a strong as, boy. As he much can, as I want to disagree with you, Amika, I'm not going to disagree, right? <laughs> I think as an African, um, this was one of, um, you know, one moment that really, really made me proud because this is one guy from Africa. I mean, Nabi Keita to me came out of nowhere. I mean, in the last four or five years, somebody had told me that there's a guy called Nabi Keita mm. in about three, four years time. It's same, similar with Kante. In about three, four years time, would come take the number eight at Liverpool. Mm. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I would have said, you're, you're crazy. And I just love the fact that, you know, we're actually seeing more African players in the Premier League that are not given the donkey work like they used to. Yep. They're given the responsibilities. And the fact that Amika said he's given the number eight at Liverpool, Gerard himself gave it to him, shows the value that they see in this guy. And I must say, he put in quite a performance. I was really impressed by Nabi Keita. And I mean, also, he's, he's, he's only been there uh, a short while, but yeah. it seems as if, you know, he he's kind of right in. He really right, has. Plugged he really right has. Into, the, into the team. And, you know... One thing most people don't know, him and, and Mane both started out their European adventure at the same club. Oh, um, oh you yes. Know, you know, in Salzburg. Um, and then, you know, Red Bull owns the team in Salzburg and they and also the own Le Leipzig. So yeah. he came to Salzburg, uh, to, to Leipzig, whereas uh, Mane went to South Southampton and then they both ended up in the same team. So you find that, they, you know, there's this uh, almost telepathic understanding that, mm. they, that they have which which you know for Africa if you add Mares starting uh, for for Man City, City yeah, and then yeah. Salah scoring again Eric Bailly uh, at United know, at United Bailly. so I mean Bailly I think you know really should should um, he was fantastic that maybe, know, maybe United shouldn't be making so much about you know, I, I never it. did understand yes, why you know, United you guys are saying back. that you know I'm, I'm hearing Salah Mane Keita at Liverpool uh, and you're saying are you going to go to Arsenal now I'm thinking maybe we you know since Lauren yeah. you know since um, you know um, Kanu Kanu yeah. Adebayo maybe Adibayo, and Kolo you know maybe it's about time the tour you know we missed out on uh, Kolo um, on Yaya as well well, but mm. we got uh, Polo. 
Maybe it's about time Arsenal also start investing in some African players. Because that's the steal that people are actually talking well, about. Well, well, you know well, I mean? well Arsenal again. They're Buwe, we, you know, since Abuwe, since Lauren. Arsenal got a. Maybe it's about time Arsenal. They, they need to they got, they got one thing, They got one thing from Af- Africa, some money from Rwanda. <laughs> <laughs> Visit Rwanda. Yeah, is we, the we're lacking a few African <laughs> players. And since they've left, mm. funny enough, since they've left, our yeah. African players have left. It's no coincidence that Arsenal haven't been the same. Yeah. And I'm talking about those key positions. So, well, my question, my question is, is, is this: Come on. Why, why weren't Arsenal or any of the other big teams sort of interested in one Jean Michel Seri, who's been extremely highly rated, but shock. he's ended I, up at it's, Fulham it's, Football it's, that, Club, which is for me is a big shock. For me, it was a shocker because even at the point Barcelona wanted him. I mean, this yes, is this, highly this, rated for he, For me, I think he's. You know, I'm happy that he's going to Fulham mm-hmm. because just like uh, like Shakiri went to Stoke, yeah. at the point it was a big club mm-hmm. wanting him, and then suddenly, if you have a good manager who's smart, when you know the interest cools, mm. just move the guy closer. Because once you do well in the Premier League, the advantage is that you know it will be like okay, you won't have problems settling him because you you spent a year or two there. Yeah. I mean Shakiri. He's gone into the Liverpool team. When he came on, if he had more time, maybe, he, I mean, he almost caught. So mm-hmm. you find that, you know, I, I think that Surrey has, this is going to be like an audition for him. Mm-hmm. And maybe he ends up in Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I think the one thing that did hurt uh, Surrey was uh, just, um, I think, you know, the exposure in the French League, I, I don't think many people... Um, and I'm going to say possibly the scouts as well. Maybe the teams don't. No, they're good there. Yeah. Yeah, they I mean, they just, go there, but in terms of his exposure, I, mean, across, I know he was that. It's across, it's across the English Channel. They, it's across the English Channel, but I don't think Nice got that exposure. They didn't go far in the Europa League, mm. you know, as I thought they would have gone. And I think, let's say they'd gone to the final. We sit in Africa and watch. And watch and look out for for those teams. Yeah, we, we the, look out the, for the Europeans. But what I'm saying have, is, they have local local scouts. You know, otherwise, I mean, Conte was playing in second division. Mm-hmm. Even Mares, Mares was signed. Yeah, for five hundred. Even Guendouzi himself. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. so you know. that's why I'm saying in series case, I think you know, if Nice had gone maybe to the final of the Europa League, right? I think that would have given him, a, you know, maybe an extra platform for people to see mm. him. I think Cote d'Ivoire also not going to the World Cup, uh, possibly, I, I, you I know, not to say it hurt his stock. I don't, I don't agree. But that exposure. I, and this is why. Mm. If he was playing for Monaco, uh, see, there are some teams, the players that he has around him, mm. you know, if you, if you find that the entire Monaco team that got as far as semifinals, that team was dismantled. Mm. Now they've put together another team, team together. At Nice, you know, he had Balotelli, he had a few players around around him. And so maybe they didn't see see too much of, you know, what you get when you're in a team that has... I mean, Mbappe only started playing regularly when Martial went to United. Mm. And that, that's how that's how the, the, the Monaco team is. So I, I think that to a large extent, Serie had, had, had been given enough exposure. In fact, at AFCON, I thought he was... For me, I thought he was the best player at AFCON. Yeah, he was brilliant at AFCON. I thought he was the best player at Afghan. And I think that, that we just have to to see. Maybe he's got a chance. He, he could even be bought. 
I think that's 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 perhaps the the, the saving grace for him. He's, he's it's not all doom and gloom. It's not all done. He's got an opportunity now to to really showcase what he can mm. do in probably the physically most uh, demanding league in Europe. So uh, we wish him all the best. I really do think you know he's a fantastic footballer, and I'm really surprised at Fulham. But perhaps there's still uh, more teams that are going to come knocking on that door at Craven Cottage. Just quickly move on and try and wrap up the Premier League and uh, ask one quick question. I'm going to ask you, Mika, who won the transfer window or the, the, the transfer uh, period as far as uh, the English clubs are concerned? Um, I'm tempted, tempted to say Liverpool oh, for now surprise, because surprise. because the players that they have brought in, even though at, at great cost, Alisson looked very comfortable. He did? In fact, at the point, you could see that Joe Gomez at centre-back. Well, it's not like he had Gabriel Jesus and Aguero there. He's a <laughs> well, you know, I, I'm, I'm just saying, but I, I want to see Fulham yeah. and Wolves a bit more this season because mm. I, I like what they've done. Um, we saw Arsenal, we've seen Chelsea with Jorginho. I thought Everton there. did some really good business. Everton, well. yeah, mm. I think I think uh, Rickardson. Mm. Oh, he's, he's, he's a lot of question be... marks about whether he will, and then he goes and scores two goals. He's yeah. he's gonna be big. You know, honestly, guys, Man City had a great transfer window. <laughs> right, they had a great transfer window. They signed a player that they really did not need. It's surplus to already what they have, mm. but it's that surplus that listen. This guy can also put in one heck of a performance, if not matches, better, yeah. if not better than Sterling and uh, and Sonny. To me, when you have a winning team, you know, if it's not broken, don't fix it. But the, the problem with some teams that are always good, the next season they always think of, you know, let's overhaul and sign. That's why Chelsea have never had that consistency of, you know, either winning two in a row, you know, post, I know Mourinho did it, but yeah. since then, because they'll win the league, right, next season, get another six more players. What City have done is they've kept that core squad and they've added just one piece that is honestly, I think is going to make a huge difference. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I absolutely agree with that. Well, on that note, we're going to move on to... Well, uh, I, well I don't agree on, on you saying <laughs> 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 oh, Liverpool. It's not a great time when Liverpool are doing well. makes us better rivalry this is the absa premiership We'll move on to uh, South African football. And we're going to start with a man who, well, we thought was going to be playing in the Premier League for uh, this 2018-2019 uh, campaign. But uh, Percy Dow Ola, has been loaned out. You know what? To be honest with you guys, um, I... I, I don't like, you know, what's happened with Percy Dow and mm. Brighton. And um, I'll tell you why. Because, you know... I understand, you know, obviously the issues around his visa, that is something he cannot change. But, you know, to take the guy from the top league, you know, one of, you know, if not the top league in Africa, and dump him to the second division in Belgium, at least the first division. But the second division mm. in Belgium, he might as well c come down the road and play, the, you know, the Saturday soccer teams here, then if you're going to do that. Mm. And 
Look, I don't know the standard of Belgium's second division, but second division is second, second division. Second division, yeah. You know, and point. I think, you know, what uh, Brighton have done is just an injustice on, on you know, Africans. Do you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, to Percy Dow, it's a great offer for him to go play overseas, but it, they should have struck a deal to find a way you know, I'm sure they've got partners and friends. Send him to a first division team. Mm. Even if you send him to Cyprus, for goodness sake, it doesn't matter. As long as he's playing first division. They are second division. He's playing against the sort of guys that literally, once they've propped off their shifts, they're going to training. <laughs> That's my worry. And you've taken this guy out of playing from Champions League football here in yeah. Africa. He's playing with part-timers. Mm. That, to me, is a big problem. Percy Tau. He's a full Bafana international, and he'll play every game for South, for South Africa. Um, I think that the move to Brighton is a great move, and you know, you know the the, the situation with with the uh, with the work permits and mm. and and the, the system. I think also what they've done uh, by sending him out there is just to give him um, some, some kind of soft landing where he. He feels himself into European football, mm. and I, I reckon the, the, there's a possibility that they might call him back by 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 the January, January yeah. um, window. By which time, if he's played a, a couple more games, because he's been playing all the games for Bafana, which means that maybe he's not too far from the but from I mean, the, from the quarter. Reserve team football in England. I'm no, sorry, it's, not. it's much better than second division Belgium. No, no, no. You don't. You, how I, are they? How, I, I where, where's I, the club's investment in the player by doing that? No, I can tell you for a fact that um, in most of the big major leagues, uh, first and second division, mm. there's there's good enough quality, and this is this is a short term. Uh, measure for him. It might look like that on paper, but I think that, you know, for him, because for most players, African mm. players, when they go to Europe, especially when they're young, and Percy is really young, he's not one of those players that, you know, ducked five years from his age. Yeah. He's, he's a kid that, that's, you know, just broke into, into the, into the mainstream here. Yes, he's played at the highest level, but, um, give him six months. I think he'll be, he'll be, he'll be back playing for, well, so. I, I, I mean, I, I, I love the kid, and I think that that he he will do well mm. with with Brighton if eventually because because they're, they're going to need him. We certainly do hope that they will need him and he does uh, put on the colours of Brighton sooner rather than later. I'm sure he's uh, keeping a close eye on what's happening back at home in South Africa. And uh, as far as uh, Kaza Chiefs are concerned, not a lot good is happening at this very stage. Uh, Coach uh, Giovanni Solinas has come in. We uh, did uh, touch on the fact that he came in very late as far as their uh, preparations uh, or uh, preparations were concerned. And already things not uh, quite going according to plan, Ola. Hasn't won a league game uh, to date, and uh, based on his words, after one of his uh, recent games where things didn't go according to plan, he's finding life rather difficult. Uh, in my opinion, because the uh, chief uh, today is playing well. Yes, uh, in the end of the game, uh, a little bit fatigue because uh, uh, Barocca is a has a big advantage. They no played uh, Saturday, and they are uh, fresh and my player uh, is a little bit fatigued because uh, play every two days travel so no time for recover no time for training but i am happy because the players uh, he play well in my opinion yes uh, maybe we can convert uh, some chance but uh, this is the game. Those are the words of Giovanni Solina speaking after yet another stalemate for Amakosi Ola. 
Does he have a foot to stand on? Absolutely not. <laughs> Listen, I said this, you know, the fact that the guy came into the country the week off before the season starts, he clearly didn't look at the schedule, right? He clearly didn't look at the schedule. Did you not see that, you know, they would have four games in 10 days, you know, they're also involved in the MTN8. I mean, this is why, you know, the team also has to plan mm. ahead because they're in the MTN8 and the season's just started and surely everybody's had a look at the schedule and he's coaching Kaiser Chiefs. This is not going to be an easy walk, you know, you're not going to have things your way. Mm. And you see it in the, um, in the Premier League also when City have to, they're still in the Carabao Cup, they're still in the FA Cup, they're still Champions League and the league and they've got that ridiculous fixture, you, you know, the schedule in December. So, when you coach a team like Kaiser Chiefs or in all of the competitions, that's what happens, you know. Unfortunately, he has to roll with the punches. I, I don't know. I don't know if I do agree with that. And um, I speak both as a, a Kaiser Chiefs fan and just a, as a football, you know, a fan in general. I, I'm i not sure. I, I think having four games in 10 days right at the beginning of the season, I think that's that's just a bit criminal from uh, whoever sort of organized the schedule, uh, purely based on the fact that it, it couldn't have even been Mamelodi Sundowns and would sort of understand because but I guess they know that? Can they not look at the schedule? It's, it's one thing knowing, Ola. It's another thing actually playing those games, you know. And um, maybe fatigue is not the actual term for him to use, but the fact that they are playing four games in 10 days, that's a week and a half. This is why. I think, I, I think he probably needed um, to have acclimatized to speaking Zulu or something. And then he will, maybe we'll understand him <laughs> better. Understand him better. <laughs> because he what, what he's trying Perhaps. to say mm. is Italian. I mean, uh, Boroka has advantage, yes, yeah. because... Um, they didn't play that. They played on yeah. Saturday. Yeah. yeah. But um, I think Chiefs is a big club. Mm. And you expect to have, the reason why you're supposed to have even the bigger squad is to, uh, which sort doubts that are accused of, yeah. is that your ability to to refresh your team over yeah. this, this game. Mm. But I haven't said that. I think that, I don't think they've done so badly. Mm. They, I thought, you know, remember. They haven't, they haven't won a game in this the is, league this season. This they is, done at, at the beginning of this, of this, before the first game, when we all sat together for the for the, the previous show, yeah, we had this whole thing about you know maybe Sundowns were going to kill them, but I didn't see that on that day. I thought Chiefs did pretty well to come come away with the result in that they, game. They played well, and then you know they got hammered by by Bidvest the, yeah. in the next yeah. game, but you know. Free State Stars were the ones who put them to the sword in the cup last last year, and they they, they got a fairly good result. I think that you know the energy they put into that game, um, maybe he's excused. And then the fact that Kaiser Chiefs need to address one problem which they which they have, they almost do not have a home a home ground. Mm. They like to play everywhere. But that's their choice, though, Amika. But I must say, they have to. That is their choice. You think they they need to review that? Kaiser Chiefs right now needs to either have their own stadium or they need to make one stadium their home ground and let the, get the players because I mean we were all watching Liverpool last weekend where the commentator said uh, they were Liverpool's no, no, back no, sorry. in the discussion <laughs> sorry, raise, raise sorry, your drinks sorry, sorry I have to use that as an example <laughs> they, they not only did not lose any game um, last season mm. um, from February to the end of the, till this game against West Ham they hadn't considered a goal sometimes you, you know you, you get so familiar with your with your playing environment, your mm. fans, you know, are in certain positions. Uh, with with Chiefs, they have fans all over the country, and they're trying to mm. to try and uh, match all of that. But they need to settle down in one but place. See, Amica, they've got fans all over the country. They don't have players all over the country. Mm. No, but so it, that is that's something they should have known at the start of the season. I'm, that I'm saying I'm saying that get more when you players. travel over over the ten year ten day period, if you look at where and where they played those games, it's a lot of traveling. It's a lot of traveling. Yeah. 
But that's what I'm saying, though, Mika, that the coach cannot then come and complain about the schedule when he looks at... He can't complain to the reporters or to the league. He has to say something. I understand that, but what I'm saying is that then he has to say something, but it doesn't have to be public because he gets the schedule and, you know, it is what it is at that time. You have time to prepare, plan. Listen, there's a a, a division called the Disky Challenge, right? So, the Disky Shield. Get those players if necessary. If necessary. I, 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 I hear you, Ola, I really do, but I just think if it's Chiefs, if it's Marocco, if it's Maritzburg United, whoever it is, playing four games in 10 days at it's the beginning of the season is just a lot. It's a lot. It's just a lot. I think, I think the issue is... If you, maybe, look, at, if you look at the league, they've, they've played the most games, right? Mm. They've played three games, more than any, yeah. any, any other team. Mm. And then they've played, they've the, played the, also, the, also the, the in cup the, game the as cup well. game. It's just not at the start of the season. That's, that's just criminal, uh, just from an organization uh, point of view. But... Uh, maybe not uh, criminal. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, on that note, we are going to take a bit of a short break. On the other side of this, we'll continue uh, to have a chat about what the world football looks like at the current moment. Only Supersport can put you in a front row seat to the best football leagues this season. Catch every Premier League, UEFA Champions League, UEFA Nations League, AMSA Premiership and La Liga match live. And now, it's the only place to watch every minute of the Serie A on Supersport 9. Get your front row seat and watch all the football that matters. Only on Supersport. Welcome back to Pitch Invasion, and uh, we move along uh, to what's happening as far as European leagues are concerned. And of course, we continue the build-up to seeing exactly what happens when uh, Serie A and La Liga gets underway. And as far as uh, Serie A is concerned, uh, Imika, we are looking forward to one game and one game only, and one man wearing the number seven shirt for uh, Juventus. Is it not Empoli versus Cagliari? Not that game. Uh, Uh, No, no, no. 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 (laughs) Every game, every game involving Juventus is going to be the start game of the week. <laughs> La Liga. It's 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 because, that simple. I mean, give me a break. Last last just last week, uh, th- there was so much noise in the media about mm. Ronaldo scoring the goal, and, oh, and then I, I go and watch this game. Oh and it's, my goodness! It's played in the guys game. that clean his boots after the game. Listen, that game, he scored that game, game was played in Soweto, I think. <laughs> goodness gracious! It could have been. That, it could it have looked been. like it looked like it was played in those disky centers. <laughs> Because you had spectators. They were right on the field. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh. Are you? Are you? Are you? But well, I at all surprised with sort of the the low key sort of games and sort of warm ups that you may have had since Ronaldo has joined. You, you know what? Uh, Ronaldo has also put pressure on Juve mm. because guys, um, look. At some point, you know, the, the streak is going to end. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and I think for them. It would really be painful if that streak ended Ooh. on the year they signed Ronaldo. No, so no, forget they, it. It's not gonna. It, they, no. There is a bit of a pressure. Juvent, on them. Juventus, they've they've acted very smartly. They they've got Ronaldo. They've I mean, they see Guayan's gone gone mm. to to Milan, but you know they they brought back Bonucci. They've got yes, Buffon's gone, but you know they, they, that team is they are still they're, much they're stronger than machine. anyone else. And yeah. the one team that gave them. Her last season, was. Roma was up. No, not Roma. Napoli, Napoli, was, Napoli was, was, but Sarri is gone. Mm. Now I think that one team that nobody's talking about is Inter Milan. They've got yeah. some really, oh, really yes, good, good sign, and they are still looking to 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 get Modric. Mm. 
um, you know, to come. Do you think that will, do you think that will happen though? I don't no. know. But, I, I'm not sure. I don't but know. I mean, Modric is not young. Mm. Um, maybe Madrid will try and convince him to spend one more year before he goes. But, um, uh, but I think that will be based on who Madrid can get in return. I yes. think it's perhaps too late for them to I think Madrid is, for I think Madrid, Madrid, Madrid doesn't have too many options in terms of the kind of what, 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 can, what can happen yeah. though if they do let go of Modric, right? Ericsson is still out there for them. So, oh yes, they have been uh, you know, rumored to be looking but, but at him in, as well. But in, in terms of just with Syria, I, I think Roma also are going to be a serious mm. threat this year. But I think, let's face it, with Juventus, uh, with Syria, look, I, I don't want to sound like I'm contradicting myself. I, it would be a blow if they don't win Syria this yeah. year with Ronaldo coming in. But I wouldn't be surprised if they rested Ronaldo some games and focused on the Champions League. I wouldn't. I, I think. I think. Juventus, I, can, I can see that. Happening. Personally, I think Juventus will win this league. I think they will be a threat in the Champions League because the one thing that's been missing for them, you know, has been you know yeah. getting key extra yeah. goals when when they need it, and Ronaldo's going to score. And you speak, you speak about a blow. Imagine if they do go on and win the Champions League the year that uh, Buffon finally decides to play. <laughs> that would be so, That's so be, terrible. Be no, but it, it happened to Michael Owen. Michael Owen, <laughs> Michael Owen <laughs> leaves Liverpool and goes to, to Real Madrid and yeah. Liverpool wins the Champions League with, with a team that's supposed to be yeah. so weak. I'm sure Buffon will be watching with uh, very close attention. But uh, La Liga, hola, that's kicking off uh, as well. Uh, Barcelona, Real Madrid, uh, Atletico Madrid have gone and made uh, Antoine Griezmann their skipper, which is uh, quite uh, surprising. Yes, it seems like every player that you know could leave, you know, just make them captain. And you're not to make Atletico. Um, look, it's going to be an interesting uh, season this year. Obviously, no Ronaldo. I don't know mm. if that's going to water down uh, El Clasico, but... Look, there were El Clasicos before Messi and Ronaldo. Yeah. It's going to happen for the next 100 years. So um, that's going to be interesting. But for me, I think, um, you know, they'll both have routine wins this weekend. They're both playing at home. It's Atletico Madrid who are playing Valencia away at the Mastaya. So yeah. that's going to be quite tricky. So I think it's going to be a good season. And, you know, I still fancy Barca. You know, but uh, I think Atletico will give Atletico will give them a real good push this year. More, both, than, more, both, than, more than Real, both Barcelona yeah. and, and Real Madrid this season almost in transition because mm. I mean for the first time in a long while Barcelona played without Iniesta. Mm. Uh, although they've got Coutinho, who hopefully will fulfill in that. The heir apparent. Um, I don't know if they'll keep Dembele. Um, I, I, th I think I, I think saw the report them yeah. saying that he's going nowhere. So, I mean, after yeah, his goal on uh, the Super Cup. So it might be, it might be think, um, one, one of those seasons where Atletico finally. Uh, I think also based on on the what I perceive to 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 be a season that is going to be really difficult for Luis Suarez as far as his overall uh, contribution to the team is concerned. I think Dembele is going to become even more important uh, as far as helping Messi up front there. What I did see though is that uh, Arta is going is going to do what, what I think is going. What to did you say about Suarez? I think I think he's. It's uh, this is the year where his numbers aren't. Uh, his numbers are probably still going to be great, but his he will contribution score. to the team. Suarez will score. Su no, Suarez, no. and that's the thing. That, that that's the thing about scoring is, is is do you want Suarez to just be there to score, or do you want him to contribute to no, that he, front three? He's, he's a more different player when he plays mm. for Barcelona because um, I think. When Neymar left, uh, Liverpool fans, he, eh? when, when he left, him and, Me him and Messi... How does always get back to Liverpool? Hey, 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 hey. Him and Messi got, <laughs> got together. Look, I, I shouldn't actually uh, like Suarez and Coutinho for the way they, the way they left, but 
I must say that at Barcelona, yeah. you know, okay. Suarez settled in quite nicely there. I'm, I'm saying let uh, keep an eye on, on Suarez. I don't think his performance is going to be as as great. Well, as I'll remind it you. It has been when, when, he's got, <laughs> when he's got a hat trick you know this what? weekend. I, I know you will remind me. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Okay, moving on to uh, from Suarez to uh, Lionel Messi. Uh, as far as his international career is concerned, it seems it's uh, up in limbo at the moment. He's decided to take a break. I'm not sure what that means, Nola. Look. Um, you know, I know everybody wants uh, a 1986 in Messi somewhere, mm. you know, a Maradona 86. And guys, it's, it's not, not going to happen. Not, uh, happen. Not, not in this day and age, at least, yeah. you know. Um, I think, you know, it's you see it all the time in rugby and in cricket. You know, these players sometimes take sabbaticals either from tests or ODIs and they come back in more important series. And I think it's the same for Messi. There are no real... Uh, international, you know, matches coming up mm. now, you know, there'll be a few friendlies and maybe, you know, Copa America qualifiers and so forth coming up. But, you know, wh why would uh, he get himself um, involved in those uh, matches that really don't mean much to yeah. his career right now? And plus, you know, I think he's earned his stripes to say, guys, you know, what? let me sit this one out. Yeah. Let me come here, you know, and I don't think it's a big deal. Mm. I wonder, uh, I wonder the, how uh... the, the president of Argentina will go and I was about to say, I wonder how the Argentine public is going to take that, but uh, it's okay. We move on uh, to more retirement news and uh, a bit of uh, breaking news as far as uh, Victor Moses is concerned, uh, Emika. I think it's a big surprise for me because I think that uh, Victor Moses has become, you know, one of the, the key mm. men. And I, I think probably natural leader to become maybe the next captain after Jonathan oh. Mikel for, for Nigeria. And he's still young. Uh, so. I mean, I, I kind of feel that ultimately when when the chips are down, the Nigerian coach or whoever will go and come is when he'll change his mind. Maybe what he probably might bargain at the time to say, okay, I, I, let me play play big tournaments and not get involved in every single game. Yeah. But, um, you know, whether he's there or not, Nigeria has always got, um, you know, young talent coming through. Yeah. And... The, the team, the team will will get along, but definitely, I think that he will change his mind. You see, too th young. that's um, an interesting point you brought up because that's what I was going to say is that you know, with the Nigerian squad being so young, it was automatic that you know Victor Moses should be captain to lead those mm. guys, and mm. for him to retire now, it, it's a bit of a shock because. You know, I, I'm trying to understand, you know, obviously, you know, with African players and the AFCON uh, thing always is an issue with uh, European clubs. But if, and, if they moved the, the calendar yeah, to... That, 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 it suits exactly. them now. It suits them now. So it's not like he had that to think about in his mind if it's going to affect, you know, his place in the team. So do you, th do you it, think it's, it, a, it's a shock. I, I'm not understanding it. Do you think though that, that the new coach, you know, that... They still have the same coach. Change of... Uh, no, no, I'm talking about uh, at Chelsea. That now having to try and get into the good books and, and impress... A new coach having worked so hard let's be honest to get into uh, Conte's good books do you think that that uh, might have played a role it's possible you know uh, I don't want to rule it out but mm. uh, you know it, it is a shocker because I mean the guy you know literally would be walking in as the captain yeah. if Nigeria played tomorrow mm. and you know, he's also been, in terms of just African football as well, he's also a, another shining example of, you know, the products that we have. And you want to see those products in international mm. football. I mean, you saw Drogba, he, he played till his last drop of sweat that he could, you know, produce a, a good performance for mm. Cote d'Ivoire. And he played until the end. And I would have liked to have seen Victor Moses see it through and just play till the end. And I think it, it's really a, a shock to me. And... Mm. Quite sad, in fact, uh, for Africa, not just for Nigeria. I, I, I think we have. I think just just like Messi, we haven't had the last of him. He, he's going to be 
He's going to come back, I think so. Well, I certainly hope so, uh, for the Super Eagles' sake. Uh, let's move on to yet another issue involving another African player. Uh, only about three months ago now, uh, Real Madrid and uh, Liverpool were involved in that uh, Champions League final, Madrid winning. But uh, there was an incident that uh, left a very bitter taste in Liverpool's mouths, and I'm sure the African continent as a whole as well. Sergio Ramos and that uh, tackle on uh, Mohamed Salah. Ramos and Klopp still going on Tuesday about that moment. Your thoughts on that? I just think that Sergio Ramos um, should not be seen anything about that incident mm. because it was one, one really dark uh, moment. And yeah. I'm not saying that just for, for Liverpool's sake, but I mean, this cost you Egypt. Mm. It cost Egypt in the, in the World Cup. Um, people have argued that it wasn't intentional, but we know um, we know Sergio Ramos plays on the edge all the time, and if he has a chance to yeah. to take someone out, he'll do it. That's my and, stance. You know, well. given the, what has happened, he, he I mean, he's won the title. You know, he should just keep quiet and, yeah. and let this go. Hola. Look, I think um, you know I, I hear where you're coming from, um, Amika, but you know what? I think you know what. This is the one side of football that, you know, it, it just brings color to, you know, football. It just, this is the sort of drama, the sort of hype that also adds a bit of um, excitement to mm. it. You know, it, it's, it's always nice to see, you know, in boxing, you know, the pre-fight when the boxers go toe-to-toe and, you know, the bravado and so forth. And I think I, I don't have a problem with them squaring off and, you know, saying whatever they feel like saying to each other. I think it's quite funny, some of it. And, you know, obviously, you know, what wasn't funny was, uh, the play on Salah because uh, you know that as Amika said didn't just cost Liverpool you know it also cost uh, Egypt in some yeah. way but in terms of Klopp and uh, Ramos hey you know let them get it on I don't yeah. have a problem with it. I, I, yeah look I have to agree I, I definitely don't think that was a mistake I don't think it was knowing Sergio Ramos I think there's definitely uh, uh, you know some premeditation as far as that challenge on Salah was concerned and speaking of Mohamed Salah the new uh, Premier League season is up and running and uh, Mohamed Salah, Sadio Mane, Richarlison, maybe Paul Pogba, uh, uh, Luke Shaw. These are just some of the players that, uh, as far as fantasy uh, Premier League was concerned, really stood out. Uh, any other players that you guys want to add into that list? Hey, you know, I, I, I look like a fool now because I said get away from Pogba. But if anyone can tell me that Pogba was going to come and start, <laughs> having not played a lick of preseason, I, I want, please play I want, my lotto numbers. I warned you. Know, you, you. I warned you. He did. He did. I warned you. And he I think that give a warning. for me, Golo Kante, Mm. Scoring. Ah, yes. yes and yes. scoring, you know, I mean, and that's a clean sheet as well. Yes. Yeah. And then how about Darren Storage? If anybody took a gamble on him. <laughs> no, but <laughs> you If anybody took a gamble on Darren Storage. No, yeah, nobody did. And then, think, look, Richarlison. Richarlison. For me, um, I think that's the one. I saw a few a people. Fantastic. I saw a few people with Richarlison mm. on fantasy, and I was surprised. I honestly think he's going to do a lot of good things for Everton. I really do. And uh, if you, you do know, have you a know the one player, team. you know the one player that people need to look out for. I think Ruben Neves. Yes. You know, I went for Diego Jota instead of Ruben Neves. It was a toss-up between the two. (laughs) And I went for Jota instead. And man, I... I Uh, Wilfred Saha has signed uh, for... for, Oh, for Crystal Palace. Palace I saw that. 2023. I'm not sure it's going to be there that long. I think that's more for Palace, for for them. (laughs) More than anything else. When he needs to get signed somewhere else. I don't know if... Because he seems very happy there. Mm. Because... When he's played his best football when he when he's been at Palace, his adventure to United was a total disaster. So you find that 
you know, he's happy there. He grew up there, and you know, if you know where Crystal Palace is located in 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 London, it's in in, in an area where there's I mean a lot of these black kids come through that whole system, and pretty much, um, you know, he's. He's, they did, they did some analysis of games that they played with or without him, and the difference was mm, just mm, so much. Huge. And he showed just his quality again last last mm. weekend. I have him on my fantasy. Now I'm looking, you've got, you've got I just want that to be clear. I have Zaha on my fantasy. Yeah. He's, he's, he's one of those really sort of good bargain buys. You, oh, you, bargain. Yeah, bargain. Zaha, the Richarlison's, you, 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 those are the type of players you keep in your team behind the Harry Kane's and go the Sergio And, and in, terms, in terms of prediction, um, you know, I got involved in the the prediction and I always like to go for the underdogs apart from Liverpool yeah. all the other ones I wanted the other teams to big teams to lose and they all, <laughs> of course you did they all won <laughs> we're not surprised <laughs> no but there, there was another big team that lost as well I mean come on no I don't think not so. all the big teams no were, I think I think all the, all the big teams I, won I, I actually um, wanted, I, I actually thought Arsenal would win that game Surprise. How? On, 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 based on what? Well, you know, when, when it comes to, to prediction, I'm a different animal. <laughs> you can predict, but you, you, you do, sometimes you don't predict based on thinking they will win. No, I, I, I predict. Soul that's I make my, predi- my predictions usually by going um, for the teams that you expect to lose to win. Yeah. That's what I do. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, it went horribly wrong for you as far as the Arsenal result was concerned. But uh, that's uh, pretty much all we do have for you on the second episode of Pitch Invasion. And uh, I'm sure you're looking forward to all of the action that will be kicking off in the next couple of days, including, of course, La Liga and Serie A also uh, will be getting underway for the 2018-2019 season. But from myself, Loazizi Kubo. Hola, Makwaza. Never walk alone. <laughs> that is not your name. Liverpool fans. Oh, goodness. I do not want a world where Liverpool win the league. But that's pretty much all we do have for you. Until next time, I leave you in the immortal words of our coach, Tobejane. Football will kill you a real death. Cheers for now.